Why are you playing a game of chance? Why are you even perhaps planting a seed of 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 a of a potential danger or a what if? My name is Jose Moreno. On this podcast, we discuss current and future trends in the electrical industry. Welcome to the life of an electrical contractor. This podcast, we discuss current and future trends in the electrical industry. Welcome to the life of an electrical contractor. So today, I had an interesting topic I wanted to discuss, right? Um, is your team qualified? And you know, I, I came up with this topic. I, I visited a couple jobs this week and a couple new clients, you know, we're trying to... Uh, that we got called in for a couple of things. And, and you know, <clears throat> I found, I, I, I just was, I found, I was extremely dumbfounded by the things I found. Put it like that. Okay. I mean, it, it was, it was extremely interesting. The, the, the issues that were being discovered. Right. So, and again, I'm not trying to make it wrong. Okay. That your whether your team is qualified or not, um, I'm simply just trying to uh, to to point out the fact that it's important to recognize that that understanding whether your team is not qualified could be a lesson for you. It could be a gift for you to and an opportunity for you to grow. Right. So this is how I frame the questions for these clients. Right. Uh, so so try to follow along. Right. So so I, I basically asked them was. Cause, cause again, uh, I'll give you the, some, some, a little backstory is, and they, all three different companies had similar issues. They have, uh, in-house mechanics, which are very good. Okay. But perhaps they are not experts in a particular field. Right. So I don't, like I said before, I don't want to make this thing wrong. Okay. I don't want to make it a wrong thing for you. I'm more trying to ask you a question is your team qualified? So I, I wrote down, uh, I took down the, the definition of what qualified means, right? So qualified means officially being recognized as a trained uh, person to perform a particular job slash certified. Now, that, that opens up a door to a lot of things, right? Because I'm sure you know a lot of people that are qualified, yet for some reason, they seem to uh, function at an interesting level. But that's not what this is going to be about, right? Um, so what I wanted to discuss more was about if you realize who is wiring or servicing the equipment in your facility, right? And like I mentioned before, the biggest reason for this is to identify the obvious pitfalls as well as the ones that perhaps you're already clear about. And why you want to identify these things? So you can have some clarity. So if something occurs, you're not going to be like, oh, I didn't know about this. No, to have clarity. Because once you have clarity, guess what clarity does for you? Clarity opens up the door. Clarity it's like you opening the shades uh, to your window, right? Letting the sun shine in, right? Clarity 
allows you to make a decision. So that's all this is about. Again, not trying to make it wrong, okay? I'm simply trying to, to uh, open up your eyes to things that perhaps we don't see on an everyday basis, right? So a question that I asked the, the clients, right, was do you feel that your building is safe or the, per the place you operate out of is safe? Um, and then I followed it up with, do you rent this? Do you lease this? Or do you own this, this space, right? And either way, right, um, most of them said, you know what, I own, I lease, obviously, uh, whatever, whatever the case may be, right? They all had different, dif different answers, right? They all said, yeah, my place is safe, right? And, and then I followed it up with, uh, when I'm speaking about safe, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the main systems, right? Structure, structural, you know, plumbing, HVAC, electric, right? They're obviously vital to your everyday operations and, and overall environment um, and the people that are and equipment that's inside of your facility, right? So, uh, you know, like I've said before, they, 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 um, they all answered with, with, yeah, of course, you know. My, my building is safe. And as they answered this question, they answered it like, you know, almost like, well, I'm not really sure. Is this a trick question? And I told them, I'm like, listen, it's not a trick question. I'm just asking you what you think. If you think your building is safe, then it's safe. You know? If you want to ask me to perhaps do a, an inspection on, on your electrical system, then okay, we can do that. And perhaps I can point out things that maybe need a little bit of here, a little bit of there, or perhaps just tell you, damn, your building is fucking good, man. You know? But either way, they, they all had that, yeah, it's safe, right? And as I began to, to point out a couple things, and obviously the, 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 the common things are, you know what, your, electric room, your electrical rooms are a mess, right? Boxes in there, things like that, right? Your uh, panels have holes all over them. Uh, covers are off. Um, nothing is labeled, right? Lighting, you know, some lights perhaps are ready to fall down. Lights are off. Uh, some operators can't even see what they're doing. Branch circuiting, well, you know, Extension cords everywhere. Now, to them, perhaps this looks safe, right? And perhaps it is safe because for the most part, everything is working. And one of the common things I saw in these facilities and in other ones that, that we service as well is that they have, they have mechanics, you know, and they also have perhaps handymen, right? And... Their handymen are the ones that do a lot of this, the grunt work, right? They do a lot of this little work, like, oh, I need an extra outlet here. Throw an extension cord. Now you have an extra outlet, right? And the question that I brought up to them was, is this saving you money? And of course they said, yeah, of course, because you know what? I, if I call you every single time in here to do something for me versus this guy, and this guy can, uh, you know, he can do a, an array of things, you know? I have my mechanics for my special things, but, but uh, you know, just for, uh, you know, I need an extension cord hung or I need a wall painter. The guy can do it. And you know what? Absolutely. That's what they're there for, right? That's, 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 their, that's, that's what they're, uh, 
That's where they earn their, their living from, right? But I wanted to bring it to attention, right? I, I, and like I said, I'm not trying to make it wrong. I was just trying to bring it to their attention. The next, the next important uh, factor I brought up was, does your equipment cost you money? Obviously, the answer is yes. And the follow-up question to it was, do you rent, do you own, or do you lease this equipment? They all had different answers, right, as many clients do. This day and age, many people actually do a lot of lease and, um, and uh, other programs that are out there, right? I, I asked them this because I said, if, you, if this is a piece of equipment you own or you lease or you rent, and I'm going to say it's expensive, it's an expensive piece of equipment, why are, you, why are you just trusting this to an unqualified person to either wire it or service it? You can train your personnel, okay? You can very well send your, your, uh, your mechanic to that company that leased you this equipment to, well, learn how to use it, uh, learn how to service it, um, perhaps even learn how to install it, right? But not everybody does that. And once again, the question is, why not? If this piece of equipment is so important to you, is so vital to you, why aren't you doing this? Now, on the flip side, you can hire a professional to come do the install. You can hire a professional to come do uh, the service work. Obviously, there's costs behind that. But once again, why are you going to trust? Well, rather, who are you? Who do you want to trust? this piece of equipment, this vital piece of equipment to someone that does this every single day or to someone that does it sometimes or perhaps has never really done it, did something like it one time. And you know what? It, because it, it kind of looked like it. Guess what? I'll give it a shot. I don't know. So it seems to be a very important question, right? So the questions that I, that the, where I kind of lose my head or lose my mind is when I hear the responses. It's like, well, you know what? You're too much money to, to bring in and wire this machine. And it's like, that's when I realize it's like, oh my God, I'm too much money to wire this machine? This machine is somewhere north of probably $100,000 and you're letting someone who's unqualified wire it for you or service it for you? I don't know. It seems to be a little, uh, that, to me, that seems to raise a flag, right? Who knows? Hopefully everything gets wired correctly and maybe nothing ever goes wrong. But the reason I even bringing this thing is up or bringing this subject up is because what I was able, what I, what I found in the last week alone was just pretty scary. And the response that one of these Plant managers told me, is like, well, that thing is working. It's working just fine. And I told them, just because it's working and working just fine doesn't mean it's working like it's supposed to. And once again, I, 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 can't, I, I can't put a value on something for you. You have to know what that value is. But more importantly, you have to understand whether the people that you have working for you or the people that you are hiring are even qualified to work on this piece of equipment on this facility. It, it's, it, 
you're con- you you are the only one that can discover that that answer, right? Simply by asking questions. I made a I made a podcast a couple uh, an episode a couple uh, about a couple times ago about uh, asking questions. So perhaps maybe take a listen to that and and see how you can have that ability to ask questions. So your perhaps your mechanic doesn't feel obligated to have to do this for you because if he doesn't do it, you may think that he's not worth keeping around. Okay, he may serve a purpose. And perhaps this particular wiring of this machine or wiring of this new electrical service that you need for a future machine may not be that. So the reason I get very uh, amped up about this is because I've been to those facilities where things went wrong. And there's a ton of questions. And the answers are not good. Sometimes a lot of the answers is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it equals a lot of money. And sometimes it equals even some, unfortunately, some, some, some uh, accidents to people. So it's important for you to, to give a proper level of attention to these type of decisions you're making in your facility, in your business, in your place of operations. You know, another of the questions that I asked him because, uh, you know, I just told you before, you know, about the equipment, but the follow up question, another question I bring up is, does this equipment make you money? Of course. Why do you think I bought the piece of equipment? It's to make me money. So if the piece of equipment is expensive and the piece of equipment is going to make you money, why are you playing a game of chance? Why are you even perhaps planting a seed of, 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 a, of a potential danger or a what if? Why not just hire a qualified person for the project? You know, there's so many ways to go about this. Hire the proper mechanic at your facility for the proper tasks, right? That could be one. Another one is hire the proper contractor that services this type of project that's another one either way giving this job to your handyman to handle for you because you want to save some money could ultimately backfire for you in an unknown way you basically have so much risk at play by doing that and 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 again i don't want to knock the guy that is doing that out there for you i more want to put it on you because you're the one who's asking this person to do that and i've seen accidents i've seen equipment i just saw equipment this past week that was fried And guess what? We couldn't even fix it. All we were able to do was fix the power that was coming to it. And now this person had to hire another tech to come in and read and and change the computer on it. Who knows how much thousands of dollars were ultimately going to be spent here. And then, of course, the part that I'm talking about right now is this machine is here to make you money. And guess what? If it's not running, it's not making you money. 
what if this machine is a is a, a machine that perhaps is it's it's you can't get to step two without it? Well, guess what? Then step two, step three, step four is there is no step three. Step, there, there's nothing happening unless this machine is running and your machine is crapped out right now. This is the type of stuff I'm asking you to think about. This is the type of stuff I'm trying to bring some some light to. It's not about it's not necessarily about like, oh, you're gonna have to spend more money up front. It's more about the overall, the overall cost of this. Okay. How much does it, how much did hiring that electrician or hiring that proper contractor actually cost you? Okay. Versus giving it to, you know, the guy that works at your plant that says he knows how to wire. How much did it actually cost you? Who knows? I hope that it's not a lot. I hope that it doesn't cost an accident. But I'm here to tell you, these things happen every single day. So, again, why am I sharing these things with you? One of the biggest reasons is to help you understand the importance that you're that you're giving. You're your, you're pretty much your money maker, right? Which is your your plant, your facility, your you're giving it to someone who has, does not have the proper training, does not have the perhaps the qualifications, perhaps does not have the experience to work on this equipment. You're giving your moneymaker right to them. And here you go. Go do what you say you're going to do. Ultimately, the question is, are you setting up your team to win? Or are you setting your, your, your team to lose? You're setting them up to lose, right? Why do you have to ask these questions? Because when you ask these two questions, you get clear. You get clarity. Yes, perhaps, you know, giving it to, to John from our maintenance department to wire this machine. Well, he already works for us. He's on salary. You know, he'll buy some material and could cost this, this amount of money, whatever, whatever. But does he really know how to do this? That's a proper question versus... You know what? We hire a, a contractor and he's going to come in and give us a proposal. And he's, oh, look, it's going to cost, you know, he's charging us $5,000. Well, you know what? This guy works for us. Just by the way, just know that I didn't even bring up the fact that just because that guy works for you versus the contractor, the contractor may take two days to do the job. That guy that works, that works for you, it may take him two weeks. So realistically, uh, this, it actually may cost you more to go with them. And this is if everything gets done right. So, so I, I didn't even bring that up in this subject, in, in, this, in, this, in this episode, because I more wanted you to, I more wanted to shine light on the qualifications, because not all mechanics, not all handymen know how to do some of this stuff. Shit, some electrical contractors don't know how to do some of this stuff. And it's okay, because there is many areas in this field as well. And it's important to know who you are working with. So learn the process. Once you learn the process, you will be able to discover the steps needed and you'll be able to just continue it. Just continue it over and over. Just rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Because I'm sure the more successful you are, the more employees you perhaps can have, the more families you will be able to, to uh, help support the more work you'll be able to give an electrical contractor or a, or a local carpenter or a local plumber or a local HVAC tech 
to serve as your building and you yourself continue to continue to produce whatever it is that you produce. At the end of the day, the last thing I, like any other contractor, want to see is, is, an, is an accident or a piece of equipment go bad because it was wired incorrectly. So, as always, thank you for listening. If any of this info uh, is uh, valuable to you, hit that subscribe button. Remember to share this with someone that, that perhaps is in these type of situations and doesn't even realize these are, these are uh, actual scenarios. So remember, remember to please share this with someone that, that may need to hear this and feel free to comment below. And as always, catch you on the next one. Check you out.